G'day all, and thanks for listening to the Football Podcast. You're here with Ash and Garns, and we're here to talk all things AFL and NBA, plus more. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're back, Ash. And we've got a real special pod to start off because with all the trade talk... with will probably Anthony, end up taking most of the pod right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, something special, something different. But with the whole Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, all these trade stories, I want to look back since 2000. Yep. And we're going to do something... Keep, keep it modern for so modern, people aren't yep. trying to think of other, other weird things that are going on. We're going to do a draft of the worst trades of all time. Yep. So obviously the top pick being the worst trade. And we're going to elaborate because we're going to argue with yep. each trade. Um, and we'll just talk about it. So... I'm going to give you the first pick, and we'll go in a um, snake draft, so I'll yep. take two and three, yep. and then you can have one four all the way. We'll yep. have five picks each, so we'll go for ten, ten top trades, and we'll put them on our socials as well to yep. make sure that it's there. And <clears throat> Brandon, if Brandon's in the background, if you've got anything that you want to add to it, you can, but you've got the first pick, Ash. Let's get straight into it. Yep. Who, what's the worst trade of all time? I think we know with, with how bad I've been on this uh, the last sort of week or two of the podcast but 100% I'm I'm definitely saying the Rudy Gobert trade yeah. will be the worst trade nearly of all time but definitely the worst trade since 2000 yeah like uh, just going over like what he what he went for now and how some of the guys are already playing and this isn't even including the first round picks that are going to be coming up yeah but we've got Malik Beasley yep we got Patrick Beverly. Um, I don't know Leandro Bolmaro. I don't know who he is, but okay, that's one miss. Yep. Walker Kessler, who's playing well. Yep, the draft pick for him. Yep. yep. Jared Vanderbilt. Gun. He's going well already. Then you got 23 first round pick, 25 first round pick, 26 pick swap, 27 first round pick, 29 first round pick. So they're giving up four first rounders. I can't even see Rudy Gobert being in the league by 27. <laughs> For starters, or he'll be playing, or he'll be doing the Dwight Howard just jumping teams every year because he just gets a little backup center role, yeah, just to fill the paint for fifteen minutes a game, yeah. 
Like, that's the only thing I could see him doing in 27. That's all I can see him as. I'll make the case as well. Minnesota thought they nailed this this trade. They yep. honestly thought they won for it. But with let's, I'll just make it Vanderbilt for the Rudy Gobert trade. Yeah, one's a two-time All-Star. But they're pretty much the same player because they're both defensively. Yeah. They're both defense. They can rebound. One's a lot cheaper, so you could have actually got a better free agent. Yeah. From it, and that would actually fit well with your team. Yeah, exactly. And like we 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 actually had to start the podcast obviously quickly before we started getting all of our arguments out of the way. But like, just to just to elaborate with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, it takes Carl Anthony Towns's like um, superpower pa- superpower away, and it take, makes Edwards only have to be a shooter because he's got two big guys he's trying to swirl around. Well, there was a stat that. Anthony Edwards has been in 127 pick and rolls with Rudy Gobert so far this season and has passed to him four times. Yeah. Like, that shows you that, maybe A, he's not ma- in the right maybe, spot. Maybe he's been messaging uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> but, like, look, Rudy Gobert stuffed up the Utah side with Donovan. Donovan yep. lost faith, all faith with him. And then you look at what Anthony Edwards is doing. If they're not careful, Minnesota, they're in a big, big cap hole as well. Because yeah. Rudy Gobert is on $40 million this year. Oh, yeah. And um, Edwards is... Um, not Edwards. Carl Anthony Towns is on 39 And D'Angelo yeah. Russell's on 33 Yep. So the Russell piece in it still doesn't make sense. The Edwards piece. And they got the wrong player to bring in. No, they definitely They had didn't. Russell, Edwards, and Towns. That's a good three. A solid three. Yep. They just needed a small forward. Yeah. Which or, is, a pe- I, or a powerful. I'm almost forward. certain that we spoke about this before the Gobert trade yeah, even happened. I agree. The Minnesota, like I, I'm a Memphis like fan, but I genuinely believe that Minnesota should have beaten Memphis in that final series. Yep. And they they should have. They were they were up. They were. They, well, how do you go from a uh, uh, Cal Anthony Towns who had two really bad games in that series? Yep. He played Stephen Adams off the floor. Yeah. How how does that happen? How do you go from oh yeah, Towns just played off one of the bigs in the best one of the best centers? Let's just yeah. say we need, we need to get center. we need another center. Like where's that logic come from? I don't understand. Yeah, it made no sense even at the time, and it's making even less sense now. Yeah, uh, unless something drastically happens, I genuinely think this is going to go down as one of the worst trades of all time, and definitely the worst trade. Of, well, the worst trade of that the two, ha- of the, the that thousand. has to be right. And we all know the Celtics made the finals last season, all yep. because of this trade. It was involving the Brooklyn Nets, who are on this... <laughs> oh, this is not my next pick. Yeah, this <laughs> is, they've been in here for... They're going to be here for three of these trades, just yep. to let you know. Yeah. So, the Brooklyn Nets trade. Gerald Wallace, Chris Humphreys, Chris Joseph, Keith Bogans, and Mashaan Brooks. So far, pretty terrible players. Yep. Right? For Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and... Jason Terry. Yep. All right, that's all right. No, no, no. There's three first-round picks. 2014 first-round <laughs> pick, which was Marcus Smart. Yep. 2016 first-round pick, which was Jalen Brown. 27 first-round picks, what? Which was Tatum. <laughs> it's... Uh... I, I genuinely had this. I was This is why you were trying to get the number one out of me yeah. before the pod. I was like, I can't tell you because I was still deciding on which one I was going to go. Yeah. I knew which one you wanted me to go with because this is why we kind of wanted to do it because this is the big part about it with Gobert. Mm-hmm. But uh, this trade is definitely on par. 
with how it's all played out. Obviously, they you can't really see what's going to happen with picks, and Boston had to do really well with the picks, which they did. So you can give Brooklyn a little bit of a pass there because obviously they wanted to go for a win now mentality because they hadn't they haven't won yep. since moving to Brooklyn. So they obviously wanted to do that, but in saying that, in hindsight now, it does look horrendous with how that all played out in Brooklyn with KG and Paul Pierce. Well, the only reason why I wanted to know about the number one anyway is because it's actually a good block because Minnesota haven't used their picks yet, obviously, because yeah. 2029 is the last one. Yeah. Whereas that trade... You mean, um, not Minnesota, Utah. Utah, sorry. Utah get those picks, which will be the last one. Where at the time, we talked about those picks and how bad that trade was because it just blew up. I think Paul Pierce was there for a year. Josh and Terry retired. And Kevin Garnett was there for uh, one more season and got traded to Minnesota. So they've had a lot of of gross and uh, fat uh, growing pains and stuff. But... This Minnesota trade, it, I reckon, I do agree with you. It's the number one pick, but this is the building block. Like, if if Utah fail the draft picks... Yeah, then it's okay. Then it's but, okay. Yeah. But we talked about at the time how this was the Brooklyn trade, where it was, well, I don't know if you're going to be any, any good with it because they didn't win the championship. They lost three players that single-handedly dragged that franchise in the Celtics to the finals yeah so my pick three on the draft um is a we're not a big fan of him oh no I actually left this out (laughs) because purely because he didn't have any success in the end so as much as he did well and everything which trade are you talking about uh, okay you just you just go because I'll so this trade is actually an unprotected first round pick. You never give up an yeah, unprotected yeah. first round pick, especially in the year that you're going to trade for. So the Clippers traded their first round pick for that year, unprotected, with Jamario Moon and Baron Davis and got Mo Williams back in return with their first round pick. Yeah. That first round pick ended up being uh, that first round pick ended up being the number one pick of that draft. Yeah, and it was Kyrie Irving. Okay, that, this, this just, wasn't this actually wasn't the trade I was thinking of. So, so I actually, uh, this wasn't Mo Williams played one season at the Clippers. Yeah, and I, it was. I think you've got this one too high, by the way. No, because you just you do. do not give a first round pick up like that. Mm-hmm. And if you were, the Chris Paul trade still hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So why would you give up that first round pick, or? You take the first round pick, keep it, you would have had the number one pick and could have had a... Like, we know what it is now, but Kyrie and Blake Griffin back um, as a one-two punch early in their career yeah, could have been a lot different. Their careers could have played out differently. Or you could have packaged it with Chris Paul at the time. Yep. So you got nothing... You gave up everything to get nothing yep. in return. That was... I couldn't believe that. That was just yeah disgusting. I I do agree with the, obviously the unprotected first round pick and everything like that. I, I don't I don't like those being in there. But in saying that, uh, it's hard. It, it's a bad trade. But I think once again, I don't think it's up. I don't think it's worse than other ones. A couple other ones. I think it should have been sort of seven, eight, nine, ten in that range. But I don't think it should have been in this range. 
if that makes sense. You just don't do that trade. Yeah. You just don't. All right. Um, all right, we'll go on to mine. Yeah. You don't want to say anything more about Kyrie? <laughs> no. We had that rule. I didn't want to, but that trade is actually worse. Like, imagine if that was this year's first round pick for Victor. You just don't do it. And Kyrie Irving was a high prospect coming out of... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I do agree with, but then hindsight with how Kyrie has ended up, mm. I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but at the start, at the start, yeah, he, he was obviously a dominant player that and, actually and ended cha- up in a championship team. But that so. would change the landscape forever. For If you think about it, if we're going sliding doors moment, if you yeah. really unpack it, does a Chris Paul trade happen to go to the Clippers? Does LeBron actually go back to Cleveland because of Kyrie Irving being there? Yeah. And does he actually win the championship at Cleveland without Kyrie Irving there? You don't know? Like, the sliding door moments of that draft, that, that yeah. trade, yep. is massive. Yep. We know, Take away the player of Kyrie Irving. He still won game seven. In, yeah, oh, yeah. Game six, sorry. Yep. With the 2016 finals. He yep. still made his impact in that. Oh, yeah, 100%. He still had killer handles seven years ago. He still was freaking insane in how the game was played. Yeah. But you do not give a first round pick for nothing. No. So no. that's why it's so hard high yeah. up there. I do agree. Um, all right, for pick four, my pick four, um, so my second pick of this draft, Yeah. I'm going the Tracy McGrady trade. Oh. In 2004, the Rockets traded um, Cato, Steve Francis, um and guard Catino Mobley. Mobley. Catino right? Mobley, yep. yeah. To the Magic. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, to the Magic, sorry. For Reese Gaines, Jawan Howard, Tyrone Wu, and Tracy McGrady. All of those other guys for Orlando, uh, from Orlando, sorry. Mobley ended up at Clippers. Yeah. They, they then... basically didn't do anything. Um, no, Mobley was an alright player. Yeah, but the guys yeah. they traded basically didn't do anything and McGrady turned into McGrady turned into obviously a superstar. Well, Francis was an and idiot. For what? McGrady yeah, but McGrady did it for what, seven seasons after that at Houston or whatever it was, five yeah. seasons minimum at an elite level. He's had he ended up having like some serious um Compliments by like Kobe Bryant, all these guys saying he's the hardest player I've ever had to play against. Like the, some of those, some of these comments, you don't get that. You don't no. get that lightly from those guys. I think you've got this one too high. I, it's definitely yeah. in the worst trades. Yeah, because Tracy McGrady did have his injuries, and Mobley and Steve Francis still had some sort of. Well, they had some impact, but. For what for what they traded, like they yeah. they didn't trade much, and what they got because I'm also adding in the they, other pieces as well that they got Houston. Yeah. That you got to think it as well. Tracy is now playing with Yao Ming in that trade as well, so that was big in itself. Yeah, so yeah. and they got Shane Battier, which at the time was actually yeah. I know you saw but Shane. They, they they ended up becoming a force to be yeah. reckoned with no, from that, that trade. Where, be, yep. So that that's what I'm saying that, and it was for. A good stint after, like yep. it wasn't like it was it just was like the next period. the next season yep. or two they were good and then it sort of faded away. Still don't reckon it was worth the fourth pick, which we're talking, which was fine. You still get the fifth, yeah. You get the fifth pick, yeah. Who? What's the fifth worst trade of the last oh, okay. twenty three years? It's starting to get a little bit hard here, right? Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck this one in. I don't think it. I, I think you can disagree with it. Yeah. But I'm gonna put it in there just for purely the output that he has ended up having in his career. He's won two championships. The Pacers draft ideal oh. for Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, terrible trade. I agree. This this is exactly my like it was in my next three picks. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, so they give up George Hill for the pick of getting obviously getting Kawhi because they George Hill realistically went on and didn't do too much. Like he did, he did. Oh, like hold he, it. he did. He did well, but for what Kawhi had turned into at the Spurs reshaped the sort of small forward position. Yep. Like or the whole league really in the way that you need to have a two way a two way forward. The best LeBron defender I've ever seen play on him. Like look he is in his early years, LeBron in his most powerful powerful stage, Kawhi Leonard shut him down. So yeah. but, my, but, I, and, I agree with this. The only thing that it nearly didn't happen this trade. Popovich tried to not let this trade happen because purely on the fact George Hill. George Hill was the future point guard of the Spurs. Yeah, and he did you want to give the reins to Patty Mills. Yeah, he wanted to keep Tony. He thought Tony Parker was nearly near his uh, his end of the rope. But the, this is actually a great one because it it filled a need for the um, for the Pacers because they never had a point guard. Yeah, and George Hill fit it. Yeah, but. They could have had an early Clippers side with a young Paul George, a young Kawhi, and a Danny Granger, yeah. which I love Danny Granger. You know yeah. what I love. Yeah. But but you think of how Kawhi was when he was younger. Think of how Paul George were, were was when he was younger. And they would have been the, the only the only thing that I could say, once again with your sliding doors, is if they had Kawhi Leonard, would they have got Paul George? No, they did. Because oh, I'm pretty are... sure Paul George got drafted the year before. Okay, so yeah, and, so he's and, a year older. I, yeah. I thought I actually thought it was the other way around. I can't wait. It's two thousand. What year was it? Uh, I have actually. I, that's, I didn't actually see the year. I'm pretty sure it was two thousand fourteen or thirteen. But either way, they Kawhi Leonard was an impact player straight away. Yeah, yeah. Like Paul George wasn't either. Yeah. And they still had Danny Granger, which is a great vet to learn from. And maybe they would have seen it as a small forward, power forward combo. He, so. No, a small forward shooting guard because Paul George yeah. was originally a shooting guard. Yeah, yeah. So the length on it... 2011, yeah. 2011. Yeah. So yeah, that would have been... Per- yeah, I was 2000... going to say 2011 too. That, that would have been perfect. <laughs> no, that would have been perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, I think that's one of the worst. As much as George Hill was good, yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, let's take a break and we'll come back. First five picks of that draft, because I got pick six. One was the Rudy Gobert trade. Yep. Two was the Brooklyn Nets trade for the three aging players. Well, yep. I won't even say superstars because they were just players then. For yep. three first round picks, which turned out to be high lottery picks. Pick three was the Kyrie Irving unprotected draft pick from the Clippers to the Cavs, which was just stupid. Yep. Um, pick four was a Trace McGrady trade, which in hindsight I actually looked at it and gone, no, you're probably right because Kento Mobley was only there for half a season, got traded to the Clippers. Yep. And Orlando sucked ass that season and ended up getting Dwight Howard. Yep. And then pick five, George Hill for Kawhi Leonard, which at the time was defensible. Now it's... Yeah, not that. That's why that yeah. that one was more of a hindsight hindsight one because of what Kawhi ended up doing and turning into. Now this is was my worst trade of all time at the time before yeah. 
Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> yep. Really, well screwed up. And Kyrie. He gave Kobe Bryant his fifth and fourth ring. Yep. Gave Pau Gasol a name because he got two rings as well. Yep. The deal. Memphis trade Pau Gasol and a second round pick. Don't bring Memphis into this. <laughs> yeah. To Los Angeles for Kwame Brown, Jarvis Crichton, or Critton, Aaron McKee, and the rights for a fat, young Marcus Sol, yeah. which no one believed that he was going to be good. Yeah, I disagree then. I, like, I, no, no. You, Marcus Sol was nothing to the 2008 playoffs. No, but it, I agree. Yeah. At, at the exact time. And no one thought good, he was yeah. coming yeah. over as well. Everyone thought he was going to stay in Spain. Yeah. Now... Before that, no one knew Pau Gasol was on the market, Memphis. Okay, so just before you go further into yours, can you say it's a bad trade, though? I I know the season, but, like, Memphis weren't going to win the championship that season or the next season, right? Mm -hmm. And if they... So they've done that trade, obviously, building for the future. Okay, and... Okay, when does Kwame Brown build it be no, no, in the no, future? No. They, but they, they, Jarvis Critton they clearly, brought a handgun no, to his they, locker room and tra- shot a yeah, teammate. No, no, but they clearly wanted Marcus Sol, right, just off that. Marcus Sol was a second round four, pick 48. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just a bad trade. Okay. You yeah, know it's, you bad, it's a bad trade, but look what Marcus Sol ended up doing. Is yeah. what I, my, my, that's my it, point. It's a little bit of a saving that's, grace. That's my, my but point. They, not even Memphis knew what Marcus Sol was going to be. <laughs> my whole yeah. thing is, you gave up an all-star. And probably, Told you not to bring Memphis into this. <laughs> <laughs> but Kobe, Kobe Bryant's best ever teammate in Power Gasol. No yep. one played better with Kobe than Power Gasol. Maybe yep. Derek Fisher. That's probably it. No, not Shaq. <laughs> Not Shaq. The punch-ons, mate. Uh, they still played well together. They hated each other. They both had they had multiple games where they both had. Kobe Bryant has said the Power Gasol is his best ever. Don't even disagree. That's because Ryan. he gets along hey, with him. Because <laughs> Power no, happy for to be the number two. Yeah, no one. Knew Shaq wanted to be the one. Yes, and Kobe wanted to be the one. Hence the argument. Yes, <laughs> that's where the teammate factor well, come in. Let's ask Kobe who the best player Don't. he played with was. <laughs> Best player he ever played with was Steve Nash. <laughs> but that's a pretty bad trade. Yeah. Like it, they didn't even look at other offers, mate. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not a good trade. That is really bad. And the thing is, when the Lakers were looking for other players the year before, like the summer before, they nearly had the Kevin Garnett deal for Kobe and Car- Garnett to be teammates. Yeah. But because other teams heard of it, and when I mean like no other team was fielding, if they heard that Lakers were about to get Parasol to partner up with yeah. with Kobe, they would have upped their offer so that trade never happened because Ghana ended up going to who? The Celtics. Minnesota. Oh, Celtics. Sorry, Celtics. I thought it was the other one. Yeah. For a lot. Like it was actually yeah. a win win trade for both, which is hard to believe. Yeah. But that what I mean is like that's the other one that's real like that trade there is unforgivable. And we got two championships. Yeah. Went to the finals three years in a row. Yeah. So that's that's my pick six. Yep. My pick seven. seven. Brooklyn Nets again. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. Doing well. Yeah. <laughs> a few top ten picks. Yeah. <laughs> they should have had eight more. <laughs> the Nets trade Mahimet um, Okur, Shane Williams, and the 2012 first round pick to Portland. 
for Gerald Wallace, who was a great defender, but he was aged. Keith Bogans, Michonne Brooks, Chris Humphreys, and three first-round picks that end up going back to the Celtics for Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Jason Terry. That first-round pick was Damian Lillard. My next pick. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that one fell to me. So the Nets, not only did they... They, they saved themselves by giving up the Damian Lillard piece because they could have had Tatum, Brown, yep. and Smart. And we'd probably go, oh, that's a bit of a pass. Yeah. They end up for the Damian Lillard to, in, to consolidate the trade. Yep. What they got for Damian Lillard was an old Jared Wallace, an old, which was traded for Paul Pierce, Kevin yep. Garnett, and Jason Terry. Yeah. So... Nets really did stuff that. Yeah. that was a, that's probably the worst. That like if you summarize it like that, that's probably the worst trade. Yeah, because it's multiple bad trades in one. Yeah, <laughs> all in a row. Yeah, and not to mention Damian Lillard is a absolute beast. Yeah, he's a superstar. He really is. And yeah. I'm I'm shattered. You didn't let that one come to me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah. I don't think there's much more to say about that one. To be honest, it's, it's just. I think it's it's a lot harder like the trades when it's the pick, like when it it's like it's a future pick and then it turns into them. But it's depending on what you're getting for. Is it or you don't trade? We had this argument last pod. Yeah. You don't trade picks unless it's guarantee, not a guaranteed title, a guaranteed title run. Yeah, like you're you're trading for players or like using your picks to trade for players that are actually going to benefit the but team. But you don't now. give up seven first round like a seven years in the future for a player that like the Lakers with the AD trade because we don't know what's going to happen. This yeah. 2020 the 2029 pick, you don't trade because none of those players that you have on the team are going to be there. Be, yeah. So don't trade it. Anyway, go your pick. Yeah. All right, my next pick um, I'm going to put in the Carmelo trade right, from yeah. Denver to the Knicks. Uh, that's my next pick. And so Denver Denver gets Wilson Chandler, Raymond Felton, Danilo Gallinari, Timothy Mozgov, 2014 first round pick, Warriors 2012 second round pick, uh, the Warriors 2013 second round pick, and $3 million in cash. The Knicks receive Mallow, Chauncey Billups, Sheldon Williams, Anthony Carter, and Ronaldo Balkman. Balkman, right? And even if you take, like, if you look at trades these days with what they're going for and everything like that, you'd almost, that... that what was tra- left at Knicks after that trade? Sorry? What was left? There wasn't There wasn't anything left. I remember that trade. Yeah. I remember sitting there was, going, this was a terrible trade. It was a bad trade, right? But it's it's hard to... I've put it in there because it's it's a bad trade. It's a really, really bad trade. But then with how it all ended up, can you say it was almost a win-win? No. Like, but It was it, a bad trade. Yeah. Nuggets won that, and I'll tell you why it's a bad trade. At the time, the Knicks were the second seed in the East. Yes. Amari Stoudemire and Raymond Felton were leading point like points yep. per and assist, whatever it was. And Dan Tony was the coach of the year by that point. Yep. They gave up everything for Kamalo Anthony for them not to run a high pick and roll system, which yep. Dan Tony ran with That's Steve Nash he... and Amari Stoudemire. And Amari and Mello could not work together because 
Amari needed to play in a pick and roll. And yeah. Mallow needed his isolation in a triangle. Yeah. So it never worked. Like, it just stuffed up the whole thing. If they did yeah. not make that trade, they would have been better for it. And Felton would have been an all-star that year. But yeah. he got plugged in the trade. The Nuggets end up winning that trade because the following year they went 63 and 17 or something like that with Iggy Dollar as their, Eagle Dollar as yeah, their best he, player. Yeah, they end up getting him as well. And they got everything. And do you know who they lost to that season in the playoffs? Who? The Nuggets, by the way. Just no. an up-and-coming Golden State Warriors. Side. Uh, just so you know. Yeah. I, I remember that all way, well too, way too well because that was the sliding door moments. Because yeah. Eagle Dollar wouldn't be part of that trade. He would never have left Philadelphia because they were building the team around him. Yeah. And he would not go to the Warriors because he didn't like Denver after what happened at Denver. After they got coach of the year and they fired coach of the year that year. Yeah. Who does okay. that? Yeah. But yeah, it's hard. The, that one's hard for me because Mallow, Mallow ended up being what he was. Like, so you, in the long run, he ended up sort of bringing it back for Knicks, and as much as they didn't have full they success or anything, they had a, they had a couple of good playoff runs and probably had, should have had more. Yeah. With how he was, he was one of the top five best players for a number of seasons. Yeah. But then, but then he ended up obviously to probably, he just probably didn't have the team around him really. And it's hard to have a team around you when you trade all your pieces. When you trade well. all your pieces, yeah. I agree. You got and, the what's that? Eighth pick now. Yep, yep. The eighth pick. And your last pick. No, uh, yeah. Wait, it was eighth or it was ninth? No, I got ninth, and then you got the next pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so eight, yeah, this is the ninth, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna put in. I actually couldn't find the details on this, but the Houston trade for Lowry. Oh. Yeah. So not the Houston trade for Harden. No. Okay. No Houston trade for Lowry. So um. I'm sorry, I was trying to find all the details and it, it just would not load on my on my phone for the whole time. Um, but oh, I remember who, actually who was that it? Happened. It was I think it was yeah Houston trade Lowry because they gave up on him, and then this is before Lowry had really done anything because he was before just a went. backup point guard at that point. He got he went to Toronto, and then obviously we we know how his career has ended up turning out. But that was like. It, they Houston got basically nothing for him, and and he ended up being what a four four time All Star I think four time All Star let it through, and I think it was only for a high round pick. Yeah, well, and maybe maybe some veteran. Yeah, I'll well. I'll still try and find it like so I can bring it back up. But I, I was I seen I seen that one and I remembered it and I was just like oh. That's gotta be that's gotta be a top ten like from in the last ten twenty years, but just purely on they got they got absolutely nothing for it yeah. for him and then he ended up gave turning up into either. that's what yeah they gave up nothing got nothing and then Houston got nothing in return and then he ended up being multiple All Star player and like and Look, and a, a key pillar to a championship that that trade was weird in itself because I gave up on Larry at the time as well yeah he was a small point guard and everyone was going away from small point guards and he didn't really shoot the three ball that well where he went to Toronto who were absolutely terrible yeah and now we're in a complete rebuild so he rebuilded his game to suit and played alongside DeRozan's ability to develop okay so, so one of my one of my really good points and one of my really good um, observations for any sort of player or trade right if they're a young guy 
and they've got absolute grit and they want to improve and they're just not there yet, don't don't give up on them. No. Because the amount of times that it happens where as a guy that's third, fourth, fifth season even sometimes, that they... Well, for his case... They, they have the absolute like drive to be good. Well, for his but, case, it was 10 seasons. Yeah, no, but the, you, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, but if they've got the if they if they're still a contributing piece, and they they've got the absolute drive and everything to to be there and want to do something really well, just give them the time. Like, if you go over to the NFL right now, one really good piece is Gino. No, a like, good example. A, yeah. a really good example is a guy that obviously has been there. He's he was a high draft pick. He just hadn't got the opportunities after he kept going behind really good quarterbacks. But he was obviously there, and every time he got his chance, um, obviously it's really hard to take over a team that's built for somebody else, and then you come in and then you you fail. Yeah. But he obviously has the key drive. He has everything, all the pieces that he needs, or the tools that he needs as a quarterback. But he just couldn't, just couldn't get a chance to actually go on with it. Basically, well, the key, key aspect, and it's a really good thing for like with Larry, like yeah. it's the exact same. Well, the key aspect that you could have on all that is system fits. Don't draft talent alone. Draft this for your system. Correct. Or if you get a draft like a superstar talent, put your system around that superstar talent. Yeah. Like. Don't go, I'm going to hire a defensive coach and have one of the best offensive players like what Golden State Warriors did when they hired Mark Jackson. Great defensive coach, but didn't really teach ball movement and that. Given Steve Kerr, look at Curry now. Speaking of Curry, this is my next trade. (laughs) Pick 10 in our worst trade drafts was the Washington Wizards. Oh, Brandon's team. Oh, Brandon's team. <laughs> He's going to be devastated to hear this. Trading pick five in the 2009 draft for Randy Foy and Mike Miller. <laughs> <laughs> they traded it to Minnesota, who Minnesota ended up stuffing up the draft pick anyway, because in 2009, guess who got drafted? Mr. Chef Curry himself. Yeah. At pick seven. And what did Minnesota do? Pick Johnny Flynn and then Ricky Rubio. <laughs> Like that's a segment in itself. Yeah, that's but, a good, yeah. not really nice miss. <laughs> yeah. So you, the Wizards could have had Curry at with John Wall. No, John Wall was two thousand. Yeah, he would have come later. No, they wouldn't have made the first round <laughs> pick. But that's my so recap of our worst trades. Pick one, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Pick two, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. <laughs> pick three was the Curry. Curry. Miss Hart. Pick four, Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Pick five was George Hill and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Pick six was Power Gasol. Yes. Pick seven was Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, classic Brooklyn. Classic Brooklyn. Classic Houston in a couple of these yeah, as well. Yeah, Houston's good at it too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then pick eight was... Uh, the Mallow, was it? Yeah, the Mallow yeah. trade. And then pick nine, Lowry. Yeah. And then pick ten... Washington Wizards giving up pick five for Minnesota to choke on it yeah. and fail at draft Steph Curry. So is that is that just like a really good like really bad trade just because both of them suck? <laughs> both of them can't hit a pick. <laughs> both. Yeah. Well, I th- actually because could you actually say in that, that the Wizards have almost like 
won the trade. Yeah. <laughs> honorable mentions. Uh, after that. Honorable mentions. I'm yep. going to put the Chelsea Phillips trade for Alan Iverson from from Denver to Detroit. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's take a break and give us your honorable give us your honorable mentions after. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Just before I was rudely interrupted by these two. Yeah, that's right. And the siren. Uh, um, siren. Honorable... It was a siren's fault. Yeah, no, siren. <laughs> um, honorable mentions for the for some trades. Yeah. Chelsea Billets for Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson was aging, went to Detroit, yep. played, I think. He was out of the league in three years. No, out of the like league two. the next year. Yeah. And then Chelsea Billets made this historic run with Denver, got them to the conference final for the yep. first time ever. Yep. And where Till Jokic did it with in the bubble. Yep. Another one. Uh, Orlando Magic trade Victor Olapidipo Illasova Every time <laughs> Every time Go on Tell them how and, to say it again Go and on And it's a bonus Victor who? Oladipo <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Alright Well done And the draft rights is a bonus For Serge Barker mm-hmm. Pretty bad trade Very bad trade And finally <laughs> Finally No one did this one but the Westbrook trade. Yeah. That's the other one. Which, which one? The Lakers trade, Kyle Kuzma. Oh, that one. Yeah, that's... KCP. I didn't want to... I actually didn't want to put you in a de- depressed state this early I'm in the already. podcast. <laughs> First round pick to Washington for Westbrook and two second round picks, which we've done well. And nearly fucked your whole franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Lakers. Yeah. Oh, it hurts to be a Lakers fan. Yeah. It's... it's it must be it must be a trouble. Um, all right, so Brandon's obviously pretty high. He's just had a surgery, so we shouldn't be getting him to be reading these out. But we needed him to come up. Well, I've told him to do something, so we need to make sure it's okay. But um, he's got a, he's got a little game for us called um, Real Stats or Not. All right, so he's got he's got two that are real and one that's not. So he's gonna he's gonna read them out, and we're gonna try and me and you. Guns have to try and figure out which one is the real stat. Oh, you don't know? Oh, we, no, I don't know either. Oh, okay. no, so we're both, we're doing it together. All right. So we got to try. And we're figure a team. Out. It's yeah, not, yeah, we're, we're a team. One yeah, one. No, we're, good, oh, good yeah, idea. we're on on the same team for once. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna try and figure out who's which stat is the fake stat in the three. Okay. He's got three of them for okay. us as well. Okay. Do we get a player uh, with the stat? You'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. They've all got players, and there's just a, a random stat behind it. Okay. All right. So for this one. These are the three. Embiid is averaging two plus blocks a game. Franz Wagner is the highest average scoring Magic player. And Doncic has the highest efficiency rate in the NBA currently. I know Franz Wagner's not the highest scoring player. Surely it's public. Um, I don't know. Wait, do you, you said all time. Can you can you read them out again, please? Um, so Embiid is averaging two plus blocks a game. Franz Wagner is the highest average scoring player this season in Magic. 
and Don, oh. Doncic has the highest efficiency rate in the NBA at the moment. Oh, okay. I I think it's definitely out of the second two. Well, MB will be averaging a lot of blocks because no one in his front court can defend anyone. So everyone's yeah, coming to everyone's, the back. Yeah, everyone's around him. So, so yeah. I see the block. I see the blocks <laughs> being true. Yeah, yeah, because there's no other defenders there. Yeah. Oh come on, guys! Tyrese Maxey can defend. No, no, <laughs> not well. <laughs> no. no, the Luca thing actually sounds pretty legit. I think it's Luca. I think it's the Luca. I'm one. actually on Franz Wagner, but I'll back you up on that no. because I know you double down on stupid. No. So no, so I think it's the Luca, and I'll give you my reason because he's got so much of the ball. He hasn't shot well from three point percent this season. I know that for a fact. Mm. He's only shooting twenty eight percent, I think, from three. Mm. Okay. So instantly his efficiency will be down just from that. All right, you sold me on the three. Okay, point. you don't need to keep going. Okay, because he also leads the whole league in in um uh, what's it called time with the ball or whatever it is. Yeah, um, really over James Harden. Hey. Yeah. Over James Harden. Yeah, he's, like, he's like got way over. Like, no, no, but yeah. even more, yeah. even more than James Harden. He averages the ball yeah. more than well, Houston Rockets as well. I have yes. to tell you, these were both wrong anyway. And it was a B. not averaging two blocks. One point. But the other two are. I could see all Correct. of them being wrong. <laughs> no, Wait, so Wagner's a high scoring player in the Magic, yeah, averaging the highest. Okay, I could have seen. Magic. I actually could have seen that. Sorry. It's very close. It's very close. Yeah. Well, we're point three. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. That's close. I think new Luca. He sold me on the every time. Wagner gets the ball, he just attacks. I'm, I'm yeah. trusting my guys. You were wrong yeah. as well. You, you were also wrong. Yeah. Just. I was just, wrong. Nah. Just. You were still nah. wrong. I'm actually very surprised on the Luke one because he's, like, I don't know how he could have that high. All I'm going to say, Brandon, don't smile when I start talking because then I go, wait, am I getting close? Because I thought that would be do better at guessing then. Yeah. No, when I started talking about him beat, he just started going, Ash might have fucked up on one of these because, uh, He's already kind of brought out a stat that I had. <laughs> Three point so, shooting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doncic is shooting. Doncic is shooting the three ball under thirty uh, percent. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We still got one. We're still 50-50 chance of stuffing this up. All right. We've, I've given us a good stat here, boys. We're, we're on the way. <laughs> all right, and cat. Is averaging more points than Edwards still, even with Gobert on the team. Oh, shit, I like that one. <laughs> uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander is averaging the fifth most points this season over the likes of Giannis. Oh no, he's that's true. Wait, wait, say that list again. I'm on the Minnesota one. I'm, cat. <laughs> I'm on cat. Who you say is leading the top five? So he's he is fifth most currently averaging points in the season over the likes of Giannis, KD, Tatum. Oh, that I don't think he's. Fit. I reckon he's high. I reckon, I reckon he's, he's top three. No, 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 no. I reckon he's high, high. Oh, well, that's good then. I reckon he's that like twenty. That means it's true. He's top five. No, yeah. I said he's fifth. Oh, he he's has exactly to be exactly. Fifth. Fifth. Yeah, I reckon that's true. I'm I'm on the Minnesota but, one. But I'll let you make no, the decision. No, no, no. no, no. I'm, no I'm ten, all, I know Towns. Let's, hear, let's hear it again though. What was the Minnesota one? Sorry, Cat is averaging more than Edwards. Yeah, I can see that. Edwards is only still in his third year. I'm I'm, I'm saying with, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying that. But, I'm going with towns. Okay, towns. We, we're the going true with or the lie. That's the uh, no. That's no, true. true. No, so the other one's a lie. So the SGA. So we'll both we'll both Wait, saying the same the thing. Is going Which on? one? Do you think is the lie? Luke is obviously true because you already brought it up. Yeah, yeah wait, no, one of them's 
So no, is Cat averaging more than Edwards? Yeah. Or is Shay... We're both saying that both of them are true. So, oh, so you think that Shay's not exactly fifth. fifth? Yeah, that's my sell. But that's too. My thing is, it's too Jesus exact to lie about. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's in the words. So I'm going with. This. And I don't know if he can read properly because he's high. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got it. I think I've got it correct. All right. Is he actually fifth? I still reckon Towns is still averaging his points. I'm I'm locking in SGA. I'm pretty confident that right. it's not exactly. Uh, so that's fit. the lie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. That We're in. going yeah. SJ's lie. You're wrong again, boys. Uh, yeah. Yes, cat wasn't. Cat is yeah. not averaging. More I knew than I had still. a fear because Edward, Edwards just had a 35 point game yeah. or something like that, which would have put him over it. And SJ just had I'm so annoyed. <laughs> SJ is exactly fifth, like point one or yeah, point two like, under yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. See, I thought he only did very that to you. No, I knew, I, it. I knew it was. Very, very close. I overthought it. All right, All right here's yeah. the last like one. Right. Good idea, Ash. Good Thank job. Thank you. Well so, I don't know how true it is. Got... Being... <laughs> yeah, I think he's bullshit. In the top 10 scorers, <laughs> Shea Gilgis-Alexander has the highest field goal percentage of 54.6. True. It's true. Okay, hold on. I didn't even hear that because you started yelling true at me. In the top 10 scorers, Shea Gilgis has the highest field goal percentage. Yep. Jeremy Grant has a better three-point percentage than Curry and Bain. And Doncic is averaging a triple-double. That's the false one. I don't think he's averaging triple-double. Well, what's his... He's got the points. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> the, points. He's got the points. He's got the points. Uh, I think he's averaging single digits. Single <laughs> <laughs> he's only averaging 10. Averaging See, I reckon he's, I reckon he's 35, 8 and 8. That's what I think he's averaging. Yeah. So I reckon it's, it's I reckon it's all he's But that, that great <laughs> one's killing me. On, nah, nah, nah. On the, nah, on the I, could, I could see that because Curry, Curry, Curry didn't. Yeah, and Curry they, didn't start off as well. They're all shooting over five threes a game, by the way. Yeah. Well, at least five a game. He's shooting. Real, he's playing really well. I'm pretty though. sure SGA is pretty high up on the field goal percentage as well. Yeah, why I'm would he put that in there? No, I'm I'm leaving that in. Um. <laughs> Let's not overthink it. Oh. I'm going straight with Luca because yeah. I know I'm almost certain he's not average okay. in triple well, double. Happy with that? Yeah, yeah. You finally got. Yeah, you an easy one. He's yeah. averaging thirty-seven, eight and eight, nine, or nine point and eight. something, and a high eight. Like yeah. He's very close still. Yeah, I knew he was close, but that's once close. again he has the ball the whole time. He should be getting <laughs> assists and points. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I've got for today. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty happy with that game. That we sort of so I had I had from the start of the week I had in my notes just real real news or not, and then when I when I was talking to Brandon about doing it, we sort of were like it's actually going to be really hard to find news that people don't know about, whereas at least stats you can kind of find intricate stats and or something like that to find. Well, out. the real news is Lakers are still shit. <laughs> yeah, but we know that. <laughs> But that's all, like it was hard to find. It was more hard to find a fake one that no one had heard or, or heard or seen on, like, say, Facebook and all that sort of stuff. So that's what was really hard. There, look, but we're really missing the key point here. Grant is shooting five over five threes a game and still got a high percentage. Yeah, yeah, but he might shoot five. Curry shoots fifteen. Ten. 
no, 10, 15. He, no, 14, 15. Like, I know Bane wasn't a great shooter. Bane is, can no, Bane, shoot, but no, he's Bane's not. really high percentage. No, his shooting has skyrocketed. So, like, he was shooting, like, 22% in his first year. Second, he was 29, yeah, and now he's at 39%. Wait, are you saying a guy improved as he got further into the league? He's shooting. <laughs> shooting That's what I said, skyrocketed. 44. No, he's shooting, like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's but on he was, fire. But well, I watched him in college. He wasn't a good shooter then. Yeah. Ugly stuff. Yeah, he's not still got an ugly start. It still surprised me that he's a good player, to be honest. Like, he's just not... With traps and muscles yeah, like he's that, it, mate. He's <laughs> not, he just doesn't look like he's going to be good, but he's good. He, he looks like us when we play. He's good. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't look at... Uh, I look I'm, okay. I'm, all, I'm almost at rip, but no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, good <laughs> Alright Ash I'm going to Dedicate this last 10 minutes Alright All right. Brandon don't talk No you can <laughs> Brandon You can add, add your Wayne I know your no team kidding. The Wizards aren't doing too well I don't want to talk about them Yep yeah. um, We're going to talk about your mob Ooh yep. The Grizz We lost to the best team in the league The Jazz twice <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want to talk about? Well No I want to talk about What your realistic View is On the outcome of this season I'm going to tell you this right now. Yep. There is rumours that they might make a trade. Yep. On That's someone. Fine. Yeah. Someone very young who's really good. Yep. And we talked a lot about the worst trade ever. Yep. Anthony Edwards. Good. Yep. Go for him. Yep. For Bang and a couple of first rounders. <laughs> no. No. Not with how he works so well with the rest yeah. of the team. No. I'd happily... If you... I th- Edwards is tall enough to almost play him as a small forward, and they're all- Bain's a good defender. Edwards is a good defender. I think you could play all three of them. Yep. So, so what do you and, give up? And you got Dylan Brooks. Do you give up yeah. Jared Jackson? Um, that one's hard because he's he, what you need. Yeah, he he, he is. Stay he healthy. Is, yeah, when he's on the court, we're a better team. Yeah. Um, so that one's really hard. I think. If you could get away without giving up any of those four, because I wouldn't give away Dylan Brooks either, uh, but that's probably the guy. He's probably the one that you, right now. So you're untouchables. I'm, you're only I'm, allowed four untouchables. Yeah, so I'm. That they would be my four. Brooks, they would Jar, be Jaron Jackson Jr. and, and Bain. Bain. Yep, hundred percent. They're my four. I feel like I'm missing someone. No. Brandon Clark. Yeah. Yeah, he'd go. Brandon yeah. Clark, Stephen Adams. Brandon Clark, you can get the minutes from Jaron Jackson Jr. and and Stephen Adams. Okay. So Bra- Brandon, Clark. Brandon Clark, he he's really good. I lo- like I love Brandon Clark, but the fact is, if you can get a guy like Edwards for giving up, say pieces like if you gave up Concha, uh, is it Concha? Yeah. Yeah, Concha, Brandon Clark, um, Zari, Tyus Jones, Zari Smith. Say, say but say you gave up Tyus Jones as much as we need Tyus Jones as a backup point guard. If you gave up those guys, because Bain can control the second the second fleet. If you just had him or Dylan Brooks, D- Dylan Brooks then get or Anthony yep. Edwards, those guys get more time with the ball then better. Yep. Right. So why? So if you've got four those four guys that you can play throughout your second unit, have on the court, you could have this, some serious small ball going because Dylan Brooks Brooks can defend, um, say like a Kevin Durant, Dylan Brooks and. And Edwards could almost even Brandon make. Clark can defend the bigs, the big. Swings. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, but if he goes, because <coughs> oh, right, yeah, then you've got because then yeah. you've got you got Jaron Jackson Jr. that can play the five, 
Then you've got, say, if you had, then Dylan Brooks could play the four. He he shouldn't. He shouldn't. But at the same time, you've got multiple lineups. Got, for yeah, multiple. I don't think Jaron Jackson could play the five. He can play the five. He has. He has any played he went, well. When you when they played when they played Minnesota, big, the like, turning the turning point or something would bully. The yeah, guard the thing is though, Vucevic gets played off the floor because he's got to guard Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, if whatever I he does a score, they did that to. That's what. I think Vucevic would like score twenty five on him, and it would be easy as because well, the Bulls are so good at defending. Yeah, but, but all, but it's, all Jared it's, Jackson it's has a to do of, is hit so, three pointers. Yeah, so three threes. So say say for example, he lets Vucevic score twenty. Jaron Jackson Juniors have thirty every game, every series. If you play him in a seven game series, and I would say that Jackson Junior would average twenty seven. On Vucevic, for example, which av- he would average eighteen. Because oh, I, I, I don't think, think he would get the ball. I, think, I, I don't think, think he would get the ball enough with the amount of pieces that you've also got. Like right. you got, but, but, Jackson, but, but Jared Jared Jackson, Jackson, he's a really good corner, defender as well. But Jared Jackson can eat a corner three, can't he? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Vucevic has to go out to it. Yeah. So he's, what happens so to the whole lane for everyone else? Bang for Jar. I still disagree. But Vucevic is also not a great defender. So really, he's already going to get played. The, off. the one I would say is if you're going to put it in but that not perspective, going to Chicago yeah. If you if you're going to put that in that perspective, say you got to the finals, you'd be coming up against a Giannis or an Embiid. That would be the ones or Jokic. Yeah. That would be the ones that you'd be worried about. Yeah, but you've also got Stephen Adams there, so I'm not. So you've still got yeah, him to go on defense yeah. against those guys. I didn't. I didn't put him in that trade. The Memphis Minnesota. So, you said he wasn't part of your four untouchables though, so he's on the block. Yeah, but yeah, but you, you're not getting. If you're getting rid of Stephen Adams, you're not getting rid of Brandon Clark. Yeah. If you're getting rid of Brandon Clark, you're not getting rid of Stephen. Would you Adams. make a trade if you're Memphis, though? Realistically, unless you got something good, well, like, that's what, unbelievable. Yeah. In so, the so it depends on what you're getting. Because would Anthony you look at SGA for that team? Is that something that they could feel? Yes. See, I would, I would Can make, I would make Mitchell Desmond Bain sort of scenario. Yeah. So I would make Desmond Bain touchable if it was for like the likes of a Shea or something like that. Yeah. Or like a KD or something like that. I wouldn't get KD. Yeah. No, no, but I'm saying those sorts of players. That caliber of player. That's yeah. where you can then go. All right, I've then got to maybe I've got to maybe give up one Who's of my. Who's a really good young four man? Because Jaron Jackson, for me, as good as he is, he's very unhealthy. Yeah, hundred percent. But so if you could but, find but if... who's who's the ideal four man that fits in that team then? If we go through the league, could you play Lowry Markin at the four there? Yeah, but he's but not the athletic. But does he? So Laurie Markkinen, if he's in another team right now, does he go back to exactly how he was because he's not getting as much as the ball as what he is at Utah? He's running that offense mainly, or he's 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 at least the go-to guy or the second go-to guy there. If he goes to say a Memphis, he's third or fourth go-to. Then he's not getting the looks, and he's probably not the efficient scorer that you need him to be to be a third or fourth. Okay, look. so would it, would an AD suit as a veteran piece in that Memphis team? Yes, hundred percent. If that if it was AD, same again. If it was AD, so for Shea, I would give up Desmond Bain because that's the position yeah. you you're, lo- no, no, you're no, filling I'm just saying, and I'm you're trying losing. To find that perfect so so ideal if, form. if you're going a four, like AD can then fill your five role, void as well. And I've already figured out who your yeah. perfect piece is. I'm yeah. just trying to edge you there without me saying the name, by the way. Yeah, Jokic. <laughs> similar sort of player. Yeah. I'm thinking of similar um, along those lines. Similar sort of player. Okay. Um, and he's gettable. I know he's gettable. I think, give up the right piece. I think Davis is gettable right now. But, oh, absolutely. But that's what like I would I would give up Jaron Jackson Jr. and Stephen Adams 
or Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark. I'll take. Uh, actually, I would. I would take. I would get rid of Stephen Adams and JJ Triple J. Sorry. And a pick. I want a pick. A- and probably a pick. But you'd probably have to do that for for Davis. Yeah. For and so you keep Brandon Clark, and you add in Anthony Davis. So whatever the little and you can find even good, even Conchar like centers Con- Conchar can go in that deal like yeah. that sort of stuff because Brandon Clark if Davis does get injured he can take more of the minutes whatever it may be in that scenario I got a perfect but yeah trade for you and okay. you keep Stephen Adams okay yep you can give, you can keep, I love Stephen Adams so you probably I'll have to give up Brandon Clark yep that's okay um, like I said I'm JJ, happy JJ it gives you um, okay tell me the person before. And then I'll give. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a yes or no. A bam, at a bio. Playmaking center. Great in the pick and roll. Great defender. Athletic. Twingy. I'm not. Can defend. I'm not against it. And can play yeah. three, four, five. Yeah, I'm definitely not against it. But I don't think he's a. He's not a scorer, so he's not th- going to take that's, points I, away. I, no, but I don't think he's a good enough scorer, or even in a pick and roll situation or anything like that, to to do the damage that I think he wants. But he's an he's an elite defender as well. So, so let's just say I'll, Adams for okay. two Adams two first rounders. Yeah. I reckon you could give if up it, Brandon okay, Clark if it, no, if it was Adams in that deal. I think I would be okay with it for the likes of a Brandon Clark or something like that, and say Adams. No, no, I'm saying Brandon Clark and... And picks. Williams, Zari Williams, and Zaya three Williams. or four first-rounders for Bam. You're still not giving up your core okay, Patel. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I, think he's I would, gettable. I he's think, gettable. I think I would do that for them. And you have a starting lineup of Stephen Adams, Bam, Jared Jackson, Bain, and Morant. Yep. Yeah. With Clark... Yeah, with as long as we keep a bench, that the only thing I don't want to do is, is give up depth. Is give up depth. Like that's I mean, why that's... I was very reluctant on even saying Tyus Jones and that before because we've already lost Melton and um, Slow Mo in the off season. Oh, since you saying Slow Mo? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just double checking. Yeah. So that's that's my issue there. You don't want to give up your depth to to bring in these high quality as much as you need the high quality. You don't want to give up your depth at the same time. Good chat. Yeah. Last 30 seconds. Yeah. To you, Brennan. Oh. What do the Wizards need right now? Everything. Everything. <laughs> oh, I can oh, save you 25 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul Zingas is our biggest piece. Um, Beal probably needs to go to get a lot of picks or something for him to yep. build around Paul Zingas. Um, Kyle Kuzma and our point All guard star. role we need an actual point guard good yeah, ones back going alright <laughs> good, good ones going alright but we have no point guard and we haven't since Where'd... John Wall was healthy and we suck because of it you've yeah. never had one to that's what I mean yeah, yeah. To yeah. but yes that yes. was good alright let's finish it there blow the siren alright we'll see everyone next pod <laughs>